It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Panacea Concept with me, your host, Matthew Diaz. I'm an integrative health practitioner that studied from one of the top practices in the world. Uh, no hubris or, or, or um, I'm not trying to boast, but uh, that's just the way it is. And I'm glad I started out my career, my new career like this. And um, well, let's get into the show. So <clears throat> I want to really discuss how to find a good expert or someone to listen to. Now, I think it's important to note first that you shouldn't just blindly listen to anybody. So don't blindly listen to me, like look up uh, what I'm saying, see how it feels for you, all sorts of um, or sorts of ecological checks. Sorry, I had uh, <laughs> just drank some water and I was a little bit uh, trying to compose myself there. All right, so um, so do some ecological checks, like neurolinguistic programming is uh, likes to say. So that's one of their their terms. I'm not sure if they got it from psychology. They probably did, uh, but basically it just means to check with uh, your overall environment, uh, which is honestly the way we should always be thinking. Uh, we should just uh, you know, look at how it affects other people, look how it affects our long-term situation, how it affects us right away, how, it, um, how maybe it's perceived by others, you know, that kind of, that's kind of what that means. Uh, so, uh, so how to find a, someone good to listen to. So uh, let me tell you a little story about how I like basically got into health in general and how I was kind of uh, led down the wrong path, not because the person I was listening to didn't know what he was talking about. It was just because he didn't know uh, some more foundational information that would have been helpful. Now, uh, so when I started out, um, I had gained a good amount of weight from going to Japan, Tokyo, Japan. First time going, it was an uh, awesome trip of a lifetime, although I've gone to Japan twice, so I plan on going again. Uh, so just love the culture. I learned some Japanese, learned how to read Japanese, so it'd be a little bit easier to navigate in Japan. And um, just over, overall, just, just enjoyed the process, no matter, um, you know, things didn't go as smoothly, didn't matter, it was still awesome. And uh, we weren't like gonna let anything uh, hold us back or, or, or make us think that the, um, or get down basically. We weren't going to let anything bring it down our high of being finally going to Japan for the first time. And by we, I mean me and my wife and uh, her cousin and best friend. Um, and we, we all went as, and as a group. Uh, I thought it would be easier. It was really my first time. I think it's probably all of our first time um, just going to another country and just going that far away from our country was a little bit, uh, you know, it's fear of the unknown. So even though Japan's very safe, you know, compared to other countries, of course. Uh, so always matters the context. So what I want to um, tell you is, yeah, so I gained a good amount of weight. I, I uh, previously to the trip, I did boxing and I lost a lot of weight or not lost weight per se. Like I was the lightest I've ever been, you know, 150. But I also lost a lot of muscle, which I didn't really understand at the time. Uh, but 
I, I have been the lightest. So I was very light. I was eating very little, uh, relatively little. I didn't really know how to, how to diet. I didn't really know how much was a good amount of food for myself. Um, and I didn't really know how to uh, get that six pack. That's basically what I was looking to do for, for doing boxing besides learning a, a, a good skill um, a good fun skill of boxing is had a coach. Uh, he was a great coach. He's, uh, um, was very much into these really, these workouts that really pound <laughs> and hammer you on, uh, for hours. Like, so I would do two hours a day, uh, about five to six days a week, uh, for six months. And I lost about 15 pounds. So I normally, most of my life I was 155. So I was 155 before the Japan trick. I promise this will all make sense at the end. Um, then I go to Japan, I end up eating anything that looked interesting, and Japan does a really good job of really making everything look interesting. They do a great job of advertising their foods. They, there's so many different food spots that just uh, look and smell awesome. And, um, and yeah, so they take their culinary uh, skills seriously over there. And uh, so we tried whatever looked interesting and we, we weren't, we didn't know if we'd ever be back. So, um, so by eating practically everything we saw in Japan, um, we, uh, for about nine days and nonstop walking too, like there was a, a good amount of activity, but it didn't really matter, uh, which I may, may explain in another podcast, but basically, um, I gained about what? 10, 15 pounds. And, and, and when we talk about pounds, we don't really mean that, uh, like all the pounds went to fat or, or, um, or that, you know, somehow I ballooned up or something, but you know, I did gain a good amount of weight. And when you gain weight, you don't quite, you know, you don't quite like look at the weight goes everywhere for, for, uh, some people, some people, they notice it more in one area, but for me, it kind of went everywhere and I didn't really notice uh, so we get back from this awesome trip, which I'll sh I think I shared uh, um, a podcast or one podcast on Japan, um, which I may do another one. I just love the culture. Um, but uh, we come back from Japan and I realized I gained a ton of weight <laughs> for me. Like I was heav heaviest and, and chubbiest I've been since uh, being really young. And uh, so I was like, okay, how do I lose this weight? How do I really... Uh, how do I get that six pack that I always wanted? So I did a ton of research. I bought a ton of books, tried one person after, after the other. I didn't really understand the process. And um, eventually I came across this one book that I really uh, fell in love with and really listened to the, the guy who wrote it for, for a good amount of time. And uh, even though it turns out that he didn't quite understand, and he probably to this day doesn't understand foundational information. I'm not going to tell you the book because now it kind of sounds like I'm, I'm down. I'm, um, bashing the book. The book is right. It's very much correct, but here's what happens. And, and here's why, uh, you shouldn't learn how to, how to, um, listen to people, how to, um, be a critical thinker because I wasn't, and, and, uh, and I've learned to be, that's kind of how it is. You kind of trial by, by fire. So in the book, they quote a lot of scientific studies. It's all scientifically backed. Uh, it's not incorrect. Uh, but the issue is that because of a lack of foundational understanding of the human body, uh, they draw the wrong conclusions. Uh, these conclusions that end up, uh, taking, 
uh, robbing from column A to feed column B or, or however you want to phrase that. So while I was uh, getting the results physically that I wanted, I was really, again, robbing from column A. So let's say column A was my sleep, my uh, mental, <laughs> basically my, uh, man, my mindset, my, uh, my inflammation, all these things, so this recovery side, basically. I was robbing from my recovery side is, is a good, simple way to put it. And, um, and yeah, I went like that for, for two years. And I got, again, I got really great results. But then I started to learn how to get healthy. And then so I followed, and I'm still currently following, um, the, I mean, this person, is someone who who definitely has a foundational uh, information but again i'm i'm also i've learned to think critically so i don't just trust absolutely everything this person says and initially you may have to do that and try things out and see how it fits for you and then after a while you're going to start to develop your own opinion or your own taste and then you can um you know it can become a a bit more uh nuanced you can you can really learn from your experiences and stuff. You know, I mean, how else are we going to learn from our experiences if we don't have them first? So, so definitely I don't look at those two years as something I wasted. I did gain a lot of valuable information and, and uh, I, I'm able to train myself and uh, I did do personal training for a while. I did uh, have clients, a, a good amount of them. And, um, and I just, and I saw so I'm able to get other people results. Uh, but now I understand the health side, which is something I didn't get from the first person, the first, well, if I say guru, first guru, even though he didn't ever talk, um, like label himself as one. Um, and now I'm learning from another uh, guru who has um, a lot of recommended material. So now I'm learning from, I don't know how many books I bought from other different um, practitioners and PhDs and, and mainstream medicine doctors and functional medicine doctors and naturopathic, you know, it's like a whole huge list of people that I'm learning from now. And now I, I learned how to integrate what he was talking about into the previous model that I did that was pretty much all about, uh, you know, pushing the right buttons to get your physical results. So now I'm going to combine those and, uh, and I was actually what, you know, gyms are closed now when I, when I did have a gym and a ton of equipment to, to play around with, uh, I, my, my lifts went up and I was healthier. So I was not only, uh, I was not only like gaining, I, I do love, uh, bodybuilding and that kind of thing, natural bodybuilding. So uh, you can probably see some pictures if you're curious uh, about what I look like on my Instagram. And um, I think it's the earliest uh, part of my Instagram is where I do a lot of um, physical when I was a personal trainer. And, um, and yeah, so I incorporated those two, two worlds, you know, one was maybe a little bit uh, too light for my liking. So I wanted to do a bit more uh, heavy lifting. And the other one was all about robbing pretty much robbing your health because they didn't know any better they they didn't study it they did they they researched all these scientific studies uh and these scientists who do these studies don't understand health so that of course they're going to draw conclusions that are or they're not going to see the other you know seven or eight aspects of uh of the study because they're not looking at it so that's that's kind of 
uh, another good point is that studies are very linear. They're, they're one-sided, they're um, myopic, basically. It's whoever, they're only as effective as the people doing them. And so you can't just look at studies and even do a meta, they did meta-analysis or analyses. I don't know how to pronounce the, the plural of that, but they did meta-analyses of hundreds and hundreds of, of scientific studies to see what the patterns are and what they, and they even draw conclusions from those. And those are still missing key information. Um, so uh, I mean, it all goes back to, and I've, I've said it on, I don't, I don't know how many different occasions, but it all goes back to that if we don't understand the basic information, we're just really, we're, we're just missing huge, huge amounts of information where we're not really doing as much good as we think we are. And, and that's kind of, um, you know, some people might be a little bit put off by that because, you know, oh, these are very smart people who do these studies and spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars to conduct these studies. And uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yep, I'm saying that. I'm saying it really doesn't matter. They're still wrong. <laughs> They're still... Uh, can be wrong. They're human beings. I think what we have uh, is we end up putting too much uh, authority into other people. And when we do that, we take away authority from ourselves. And uh, I mean, we're finding that really easily right now uh, in this whole uh, pandemic situation is that uh, that whole model of putting all your authority into a, a small minority of people to to really just decide what's best for you it isn't working out what really works out is when the collective use their collective intelligence talking to each other to solve problems and when you when you do a bunch of censorship and i've talked about this again too but I, and i'll keep i'll keep uh, hammering that in so i'm sorry if, if you've uh, listened to a million of my podcasts who knows maybe in the future um, is that when we, when we separate the collective intelligence by censorship and by alienating uh, certain people, like really ba basically getting people to um, fight against each other and, and notices, notice the differences instead of the, the likenesses, um, and, you know, pretty much just painting a different world than what, what's actually out there, then we end up lowering the collective IQ. You know, and we end up uh, not not moving forward. I mean, I I I'm staying optimistic. I really am. I'm trying to start a grass move grassroots movement here uh, in North Carolina. The summit's coming up uh, the 29th and 30th, and I think we are going to do another one. And there's some uh, there there is a big guest lined up for the September one. So I I really am pushing for that September one. It'd be a great um, a great honor to, to host another event and get even an, an even bigger um, guest. So I won't say who, but, um, but yeah, so that's what I want you to think about when you're looking for good information, good places for, to get good information. And uh, you know what, and if I can narrow down your search really quickly, if it's, <laughs> and I'll be super honest here, if it's funded, by pharmaceutical companies, it's not a good source. You, I mean, maybe some of the information is again accurate, but then it could be leaving out 
some very key information that uh, leads you to draw the wrong conclusions and can you know hurt you long term like like it did for me i i um I, was that to blame for my arthritis it probably contributed uh, as well as you know a ton of other factors um but but um yeah so a lot and you have to look because if it, once you go down the rabbit hole of what's funded by pharmaceutical companies uh practically everything it's honestly where the money goes it's like who do you think's funding these studies it's there it's whoever has interest who's going to gain profit uh, i mean even the cdc the nih all these uh quote unquote government uh government uh bodies or, or organizations are actually just an extension of a corporation so uh isn't that amazing so when did that start i'm not sure i'm pretty sure um it started in 1910 or around the 1900s, early 1900s, that's how far uh, we've come here. Uh, and it's just been a downslope ever since. It's been, <laughs> it, it, uh, and again, let me, let me go back to being positive. Uh, and I believe now, thankfully for this pandemic, people are starting to wake up and realize that their health system has no interest in saving lives. So, was that positive? No. <laughs> I, I, oh, it's positive in a way. So because they know that, now people are starting to really uh, wake up, which is great because like the first step to waking up, first step to, to making progress is to um, just be open to the possibility that, that uh, something else exists. And I think now people are at that first step, if not the second step, which... Um, is is um is it dreaming basically dreaming um let's see discovery dream uh design and man and destiny yeah yeah okay so dreaming um so dreaming of a better future so now now that we've discovered that the healthcare system is not really a healthcare system and, and we're starting to dream about the possibilities of what it could be so uh, the so that's it for this episode. Uh, sign up for the health summit. There'll be a good 14 hours of material. You can view the replays if you sign up. It will have uh, you'll be on our email list, so you'll be notified about the next event that we'll have. Uh, hopefully in September, uh, there will be I'm sure maybe some special offers, um, possibly in the future, not anytime soon. So um, yeah, so have a great day and stay positive because then that's what, where we're going to head. If you, head uh, if you look in a positive direction, you're gonna go in a positive direction. So take care.